Crucial vibration. This instance. Lighting up the coach, you know. Crucial. Oh, you mean? Keep blessing, keep blessing. Keep on meditating. Kiss your eyes, you're amazing. Keep blessing, keep blessing, keep blessing. Yo, yo, yo. What's good, everyone? Welcome once again to the Fantasy Brother Podcast with me, the brother, a.k.a. Rory. Thanks for tuning in. As usual, just want to say welcome to the new listeners that's been checking out the podcast. I appreciate you guys. Um, And if you're new, I thought I would take a moment to tell you what I do on here. Naturally, we're talking about NFL fantasy football talk with a little bit of um, current events, not a whole lot, but sometimes like this week, we're going to talk about something happening in the sports world. And also, you know, we will play some reggae music sometimes, some hip hop music, you know, we're going to stay in tune with our culture. But the main reason I started this podcast was because I wanted to do something more organic, so to speak. Um, you know, I listen to, you know, the big guys, the fantasy guys, experts and all that stuff. But I feel like sometimes they go too deep with the stats. Sound like it's a it's a comp, it's an algorithm. Sound like a math problem. Sometimes, you know, they give it a 0.25% and this percent. So I was like, you know what? It's football, man. It's still football. It's still a game. So I was like, look, I still watch some stats. I'm not going to be like, I don't do stats. I do check the stats, but we're not going to live and die by every, you know, metric there is. So I want to kind of take it down from the numbers a little bit and just talk more about just what we're seeing on the field. And of course, the numbers have to back it up. But we just want it to be a little bit more natural. You know what I mean? So on this episode, we're going to talk about, you know, the big news of the week, obviously, John Gruden. And we're going to run down some injuries. We're also going to talk about the... um, NFL trade line that's coming up on November 2nd and some players that, you know, may be on the move. I also have two league winners that I want to tell you guys about. All right. And of course, as usual, we're going to talk about Kyle Pitts <laughs> as always. All right. So first thing I want to get into is the John Gruden fiasco. Um yeah, everybody heard by now. He he made some emails, said some things. Obviously, um, it was good that, you know, he resigned because, you know, that's not what the world or the sports world should be about. So I'm glad he's gone, man. Um, he helped the Bucks, you know, my squad helped us to win a championship back in the day. But, I mean, hey, if that's the way you really feel, Good riddance, man. And, you know, that's pretty much all I would say about that because everybody who have sense know that the things that he said, they're not right. So I don't need to go into any deep detail, right? 
but I will give you guys a quote or a quote that turned into a song by Bob Marley. And the song is called War. The man said, until the philosophy which holds one race superior and another inferior is finally and permanently discredited and abandoned everywhere is war. Is it me? So war against racism, war against hatred, you know, just more life and more love. And of course, more football. All right. So that's what I'm going to say about that. So let's run over some of the news items, you know, some of the big news besides that, besides the whole Gruden thing. Um, football news, you know, on the field news. <laughs> All right. So mostly it was injuries that dominated again, unfortunately. Um, big star player, Saquon Barkley, he got hurt. He's out a couple weeks. And, of course, waivers ran yesterday for a lot of leagues. I know Yahoo ran yesterday. And I think ESPN is running, um, or is running on Wednesday night as I'm recording. Um, but... Um, Devante Booker is the backup. He's going to be the next guy up. I didn't try to get him anywhere. Not a big fan. Not a big fan of um, um, Devante Booker. And I'm not a fan of the, the Giants offensive line. So if you miss out on Booker, don't feel too bad. I don't think it's going to be that great. I could be wrong, but not too excited about um, Devante Booker. Um, the other big injury was CEH. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, he's out for, I think, three to four weeks. And the big pickup was Daryl Williams. He's the next man up. I mean, he's a good player. I mean, I've always liked him just because he, you know, he, he usually plays on third down. And Mahomes seems to, you know, look for him in key situations when when Travis Kelsey is double covered. You know, Daryl Williams is a nice outlet for Mahomes. So I think he'll be okay, but, I mean, I don't think he's going to be, like, great, like 25, 30 points great. But he should be in the teens, you know, 14, 15-point range, which is great, especially if you had CEH or if you lost Barkley or whatever, or if you, even if you just need a running back. He should be a nice fill-in, um, especially in PPR. He's a good bet for a touchdown or two, <laughs> maybe. And he, you know, he's definitely going to catch at least a couple passes. So um, he's fine. All right. And the other big injury was Russell Wilson, big superstar quarterback. He did surgery. I think he's not coming back till week 10. And next man up again is Geno Smith. I don't want Geno Smith. You know what I mean? My bad, homie. <laughs> not a fan. Um, he played good in the game when he came in. He looked good. But, I mean, we've been watching Geno Smith for years now, and he is what he is. He's a good backup. But, I mean, for fantasy purposes, I don't really trust him. Um, but, you know, we're talking about fantasy football. So if you lost Russell Wilson, I'm assuming that you probably try to pick up somebody off the waivers already, if you could. I mean, if you're in a really competitive league, there may not be much quality left. But if we're scraping the bottom of the barrel, I think the best option right now is Carson Wentz. 
even though I don't like Carson Wentz that much <laughs> as a player. But hey, they're playing against um, Houston this week, so maybe give you you know three hundred and a couple t- touchdowns this week. So Carson Wentz, if you're scraping the bottom, and if you're really scraping the bottom, um, Tyler Heineke um, from the um, I was gonna say Reds- Redskins, but um, Washington Football Team. You know, he's playing the Chiefs and the Chiefs defense. They're showing us that they are terrible. Can't stop anyone. So maybe even Heineke could have a good day against them. And Joe Burrow obviously would be in front of these two guys. So if Joe Burrow is there, he would be the main guy. But I'm just, you know, speaking to like more competitive leagues. So I'm going to assume that, you know, some of the mid-range quarterbacks are already gone. So like I said, Carson Wentz, if you're desperate, and Tyler Heineke. And, you know, obviously Joe Barr would be the top of the list if he's there. All right. And more injury news, because <laughs> that's how the NFL is, man. It's a high um, injury rate. Um, Laramie Tunstill, left tackle for the Houston Texans. Um, the reason I mention him is because he's Houston's, he's probably their best player. Besides Deshaun Watson, who's probably not even their player anymore, but Laramie Tunstall is an all-pro left tackle, and he protects the quarterback uh, blindside. So he's out for four weeks. So what that means is the Colts defense should have a field day against these guys. So with him not being, with him not playing this week, Darius Leonard and that D line, they're gonna go off. So if you have um, in the defense, like I do in a few places, rejoice because they're going to return some money this week for sure. And you know what? Even if you don't, look, you can always try to throw them in as an add-on in a trade. Just try to sneak them in there as like a little afterthought, you know, and it could pay um, big dividends this week. Um, So other news, more injuries. McCaffrey may be coming back this week. Um, the coach said he's 50-50 to play this week. Now, personally, I don't like how that sounds. So, I mean, I don't feel too confident about it. I mean, I throw him in one lineup just to kind of scare my opponent to see that big big number is projected, but I'm probably not going to play him, and I would advise against playing him because if he's not fully healthy – there's always a risk of re-injuring um, himself during the game. Or maybe they just take it easy with his reps, try to ease him back in. So mm, not really feeling that. I would rather wait until he's like back to his normal self before I try to throw him back in there. But, I mean, if you're in a pinch and you have nobody else, you have absolutely no other choice, you could. But I feel like, you know what? His backup, Hubbard, could actually be the better play if he's going to be like an iffy, you know, injured guy. You know, um, McCaffrey is the franchise player, and I'm pretty sure they want to be really careful and, you know, make sure they're doing the right thing for him. All right. So the last bit of injury news, um, Chris Carson, um, the coach said he plans to practice on Thursday. And sounds like he might play. So that sounds a little bit more promising 
Um, so Chris Carson could be coming back. Um, the injury didn't really sound like it was going to be a long-term injury. So I think Chris Carson has a good chance to play. And if he does play, um, I think you can drop Alex Collins if you need the roster spot. I mean, Alex Collins, he looked good. I still like him. But if Chris Carson is healthy, I mean, it's a Chris Carson show. So no need to hold on unless you actually own Chris Carson and, you know, you may want to handcuff. But besides that, you can probably drop Alex Collins. Um, yeah, no need to um, hold on there. All right. So moving on to the NFL trade deadline, which is coming up on, on November 2nd. Now, usually the NFL trade deadline doesn't really, you know, doesn't have a lot of big trades. But um, there's been some rumblings about players who could be on the move. And I'll mention just three of those players. Um, the first player is Marlon Mack, who actually requested a trade from the Colts. So he could be traded because, you know, Jonathan Taylor is doing what he does, which is a beast. So, Mr. Taylor, <laughs> I apologize to you, sir. I doubted you. So now I'm eating crow, all right? Um Ache all over my face, but it's okay because I love to see when the players do amazing things, and he was amazing, you know, in the last game. All right, so Marlon Mack could be out of there, so he's available in most leagues. You could try to throw him on the back of your bench just in case he gets traded. Um, the rumors are that the Chiefs could be interested. So if he goes to the Chiefs, I mean, who knows? He could be big, all right? Maybe. I don't know. Um, OBJ. Odell Beckham, you know, there was a picture of him on the sideline after the game, just sitting on the bench by himself, you know, looking kind of sad or whatever. So people are saying that he's not happy. And why would he be happy? He's not getting the ball, you know, because Cleveland, they were a run first team. But who knows? Maybe he wants to stay there and prove that he can be a, a team guy. Or maybe he just wants to go back to catching the ball again. Either way, um, you could try to get OBJ on the low right now because I'm pretty sure it's pretty cheap in a trade because he hasn't been doing anything. But if you are going to try to get him in a trade, do not pay anything close to, you know, market value. Low, low, low. Like, dirt cheap. If it's not cheap, just, just forget about it because it's a long shot anyway. But, you know, still a possibility. And the final person is Michael Thomas. All right. He's currently injured, but he already said that he wants to be traded. He doesn't want to play for Sean Payton. I don't know what happened. They had a falling out. He doesn't want to be a saint anymore. So maybe they try to trade Michael Thomas or he plays the end of the year. Who knows? But he's still a good person to try and acquire now just in case he gets traded because he's still a great player as far as we know. So if he goes to a new team, you know, change of scenery, he could go back to, you know, being a dominant all-pro receiver that he was um, before the injury and um, before the disagreements, you know, with his coach. <laughs> All right, so we don't know what happened, but he wants out. All right, so moving on to my league winners. All right, so when I was planning um, this show, 
it was originally one, <laughs> but I snuck a second one in there. So I'm going to talk about the first one. All right. And that is a guy who was spoken about, spoken about before on this podcast. And that's Javante Williams. Javante Williams, man, this guy. Yeah, he's just a beast. It's only a matter of time before um, Melvin Gordon is carrying his shoes to practice and buying him lunch. Because every week he does some crazy highlight reel where he's just breaking tackles and just looking like a straight monster. Um, Melvin Gordon, um, he's been in the league for, well, five years now, four or five years. And he has been, you know, a good running back. Okay. He has been okay. He has not been a great running back. So, you know, he should not be as big of an obstacle as he has been so far. So I just think, you know, sooner than later, like eventually it's going to happen. In Melvin Garden, um, five years, he's only had one 1,000-yard season. Just one. And, you know, a 1,000 yard is like the benchmark for a running back, you know, of being great. You know, so he hasn't shown greatness. I mean, he's he's been good. So I think it's all a matter of time before Javante Williams, um, you know, blow him out the water. And see, right now is the time to get him because he's still probably, you can get him at a good price right now. He's still probably cheap because you could approach the owner and be like, you know what? He's a committee running back. He's a backup running back. He's a rookie running back. However you want to, you know, classify him. But you should be able to get him at a good price now. I don't know about next week or the week after, but I know right now, before week six starts, you should be able to get Javante Williams. And if he progresses and keeps on doing what he's doing, I believe he'll be an RB1 this year. And that, if you can get an RB1 for free or a low price, that's a league winner. That's how you win some leagues. You get a player who is, you know, you get him for free or, you know, cheap. And he deliver like a first-round pick. So that means you end up with an extra first-round pick. You get two McCaffreys or, or two Kamaras, basically. So try to get him right now. Cause I feel like he's about to blow and um, just get him while it's cheap. All right. The second guy, the brother, the extra, the second league winner I want to join there is Devante Smith. All right. You know, big time prospect um, of the Alabama. Um, he has been doing okay so far, but once again, my, you know, one of the guys I look up to, um, as an NFL writer, is um, Gil Brandt. So he recently wrote an article about 10 players that he expects to have a better second half of the season. And one of the players he highlighted was Devontae Smith. So Mr. Brandt believes that it's only a matter of time before Devontae Smith and Jalen Hurts start connecting on some of those bombs that he's been throwing. And Gilbrand is usually right. He's he's right like mm, more than 90% of the time. So I trust him. And I know Jalen Hurts has been having a great year. 
So imagine if Devontae Smith, they start to click. Because he's a great college prospect, like really, you know, top prospect. So right now he's cheap as well. He hasn't been doing that great. So you should be able to get him for a low price. You know, obviously you cannot get Tyreek Hill right now in a trade. You cannot get Devontae Adams. So why not try to get this guy for cheap? And maybe, I'm not saying that he can be Tyreek Hill, but he can be maybe close to him <laughs> or, you know, Tyreek Hill light or Tyreek Hill-esque. <laughs> like I said, I always try to get players, you know, at a good value, good discount. And Devante Smith definitely fit in that uh, category. All right. And so what another thing I want to mention <laughs> is my guy, our guy, Carl Pitts, big monster day. I mean, you know, last Sunday was so much fun, man. It was an early game, the London game. And to wake up early and see see our, our guy going off, just destroying people, it was fun, man. You know, actually helped me win my um my my matchup. Oh, and I didn't give you guys my um my record for the week like I usually do. So last week I went four and three. Not not as good as the previous weeks, but we still had a, a winning week. Yeah. So four and three in the week. And Carl Pitts definitely helped with that. Ten targets, nine receptions, 120 yards, and a touchdown. So he had a monster game. And he's on bye this week, but I mean, I really can't wait for him to come back because I think he's gonna just keep it going. And you know, he he did that with Calvin really out which is not ideal because you need, you know, having, you need to have great players around you to take some of the defensive attention away from you. So he did that even with the defense, knowing that he's getting the ball and he made some great, some great plays, man. So really excited to see the, you know, the carpets um, hype train started to chug along. He's on by, like I said, so, Probably the last opportunity right here to try and get him. Maybe the owner is, you know, two and three. Maybe they're one and four. Maybe they're zero and five. Go ahead, throw him down to Knox or, you know, Schultz or any one of these little hot guys right now that's, you know, that's tearing up the league right now. Go ahead and give them those guys because I believe more in Kyle Pitts than than, um, Knox or Schultz. Right, so maybe the last opportunity to get Kyle Pitts. All right, and the last thing I want to mention. No, this is like a free promo for uh for for NBC. But if you like to gamble, right, and this is my favorite kind of gamble. This is my favorite kind of gambling, gambling where I don't spend a dime. <laughs> All right, so. If you download the NBC Sports Predictor app, all right, you can like predict outcomes for different players on Sunday Night Football only. So they will ask you, for instance, which quarterback will have more yards. You know, will it be more than 250 or so and so? And if you get all the answers correct, which is not very likely, but <laughs> if you get all of them correct, you could win a hundred thousand dollars, right? And it's free to enter. So if you win $100,000, you can thank me 
<laughs> you know, I send him my cash up and all that stuff. You know, I'm joking. But yeah, I think it's pretty cool. I try to play every Sunday night when I remember to do it. It's fun, you know, free, and you could win some money. All right. So NBC didn't pay me, but I just thought I would share that since I have fun doing that every Sunday night. All right. So good luck in week six. I hope you guys dominate. Um, hope you get some trades popping because right now it's not time to sit around and, you know, watch the team. It's time to get cracking on some trades. So hope you guys get some trades done. Hope you guys get some wins this week. Good luck to everyone. Thanks for listening. One.